0: Oh man. Once again. Uh, 205. Podcast from the shadows. That is Blake. Doing anything. WWE. 205 Live baby. Let's get it. Alright, coming off the hills of Royal Rumble. Uh, you know the Cruiserweights had a great, great fatal four-way match for the Cruiserweight Championship with a Juggernaut, the arguable greatest cruiserweight champion of all time Buddy Murphy was able to retain again today with Tommy Kalisto and Akira Tozawa uh, tonight. It says uh, DMGM in his uh, opening segment. He shares with us that we're going to have uh, Kalisto take on Mike Kanellis. And you know Mike Kanellis has been uh, trying to get a bit of TV time for some weeks now. He's been He's had his wife advocating for him and finally the power of love is going to get to showcase their talent and abilities. I've seen this guy uh, you know, in the ring, live and direct one time. And I know he's uh, fairly talented. He's really aggressive. So to take that to Kalisto, where, you know, Kalisto is always full of surprises. You never know what he's going to, you know, pull out his uh, piñata of tricks, if you will. It's, uh, it's going to be a real good one. I can't wait for it. I'm ready for it. That's going to be the opening contest. Then in our main event, we're going to have Akira Tozawa take in on uh, Hideo Itami, the legend. Uh, respect him. You know, like I just said, we are gonna have we, we just had these guys in a fatal four-way match on Sunday at the Royal Rumble. They didn't either one of them could pick up a win, but we know that both of them are uh, you know fairly capable competitors. Hideo Itami just uh well last time they went at it in the ring, Hideo Itami picked up the victory. But Tozawa, Jake, just like uh, Drake Maverick said, has been on a roll for the past couple of weeks heading into that Royal Rumble match, especially since he's been partnered up, uh, so to speak, with the Brian Kendrick. So, it's going to be a fair clash of styles. It's going to be really awesome to see what these two guys are going to be able to showcase. And I don't have a pony in the race. I just really want to see who's going to win so we can uh, look at, like, the the power rankings that we all have in our heads right now. Just, you know, because one of these guys could potentially be the next one in line to take on Buddy Murphy for the Cruiserweight Championship. So... That's happening, and I'm sure there's going to be some other stuff. So that's 205 Lives. Let's get right on into it. It's 205! It's 205! Ah! So Mike Kanellis and Kalisto go at it with uh, the first lady, Maria Kanellis, on uh, commentary. So Mike Kanellis and Kalisto are in the ring, and they having a fair match. The uh, first part of the match was really uh, the idea of Mike canella's getting the opportunity, you know, and, you know, going in there and showing what he was capable of because of how long he hasn't uh, really been showcased. So uh, he's finally in there and he's taking the opportunity. All of this is coming from uh, Maria canella's on commentary. And, you know, throughout the match you could see that Mike canella's pretty much had a lot of, the offensive advantage and he was outpowering Kalisto. Kalisto got a fair bit of offense and because of his quickness he was able to reverse a a fair number of moves or reverse out of a fair number of moves but in the end Mike Kanellis was just that much stronger and was also able to reverse it was one really big spot uh Kalisto went for a tope and Mike Kanellis literally uh, just carried his weight into the uh, barricade. It was a wild reversal. Kalisto landed and hit it and then the way he popped up it was a really good spot. That was enjoyable. Kalisto uh, <laughs> you know it's all about looking, he's called it selling right? Oh, How you look like, how bad how good do you look taking pain? Kalisto was uh, hilarious for that one but it did look like it hurt. Well, so that's a good thing. Either way, uh, Mike Canellis gets Kalisto back into the ring, and he isn't able to put Kalisto away with a couple of our moves. Like, he went off the second rope uh, for a one of the, great takedown. It was a good match. It was a backpack stunner spot. So, yeah, Mike Canellis really had a level of offense that was respectable. But when he was going for a, more suplexes in the ring and clearly had Kalisto maybe at a weaker space, he continued to just deliver suplexes. I mean, I don't know if he was trying to go in there with, you know, the Brock Lesnar energy, you know, like I could do this as many times as I need to and still catch the wind. But, you know, that I think that's uh, him just being uh, hungry and trying to show that. So after all of that took place, he went for one more big suplex. I guess that was when he was going to go for the pinfall and, Kalisto was able to reverse out of it and get into a roll-up victory. You know, it was quick pace. It's the cruiserweights. So, and they, were both, they both had a fair uh, a match. It was, went about, I would say, almost 15 to 20 minutes. So they were in there fighting, and it was a real good match. Kalisto was able to pick up the victory, and, uh, you know, the story was Mike Canello's just uh, didn't know. Well, he was just too hungry that time around if we... If that's even a good way to say it, but we'll see how is uh how this continues. We'll, we'll back to the drawing board for him, Says commentary, and you know we're we're gonna see. We're gonna see how it all plays out between uh well I, I don't well with Mike Kanellis and Maria Kanellis, the Lucha House Party I assume go on the bigger things because they're you know they've won, and you know they just, well Kalisto just you know he might have just uh, lost that the Rumble, or didn't win the pick, or didn't pick up the victory, but, you know, he's uh, back on track, so let's move on into the next segment, and see what this is about. So we cut backstage, and uh, we see Drew Gulak and Gentleman Jack Gallagher uh, addressing, well, they at the podium, and they're addressing uh, newcomer Humberto Carrillo, and we know last week and the week before that he's had really cool matches, so they gave him praise for that, and um, he was, we know he's good, but <laughs> Drew's point of it was uh, pretty much just because you can fly, don't fly. And uh, won't you just uh, come join along and such like that. It was a real cool <laughs> segment. I liked it. It was uh, pretty funny. They they were calling out having a better 205 live. And I guess it was maybe a warning or, you know, either way, it was funny. Like they just saying. Hey, uh, stay on the ground, and you could... I think they were trying to get in, get in with him. We're, we're going to see how Umberto is able to respond to it, but it was uh, very, very comical. No, 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 I apologize. I thought they were trying to just tell him, hey, don't fly around as much, but what they were really saying was uh, that they're going to be in this corner next week. It was uh, really, really funny. They, they're just trying... They <laughs> want to show him... Uh, what it's like to be able to do that, I guess they can try to coach them, <laughs> you know, because there was a time I know I remember an old episode of 205 Live at this point, but Drew Gulag was trying to tell teammates not to fly around and don't get on the top ropes and stuff like that. So, who knows? <laughs> uh, it's, it's gonna be funny, I just guess, very entertaining. And after that, we uh cut to uh, Hideo Itami, and, uh, Davari cutting, with well, Davari cutting the promo, speaking to, you know, how it's, uh, it's really about luck in a fatal four-way, and, you know, Buddy Murphy's walking around like he's untouchable, and, you know, so they're mad, they're upset, but it, it makes sense, you know, so tonight we're gonna see the one-on-one capability of Hideo Itami, and hopefully Buddy Murphy's gonna be watching, you know, so, we're uh, going to get into that main event. And let's uh, see how that all plays out. Wait a minute, because then we cut backstage and we got Tony Neese. Well, actually, it's from earlier today in the, in the episode. So what happens is Tony Neese and Noam Dog going at it in the parking lot, man. They fighting. And Tony Neese actually had the upper hand the whole time. So Noam Dog kind of got to hold that. That was, uh, you know, that was, it was bad. It was pretty brutal. So everyone, you know, Drake Maverick and all of the backstage officials, you know, were able to break it all up. And uh, we uh, cut backstage to Buddy Murphy being interviewed by the lovely Kayla Braxton. And, you know, she's uh, asking him how he feels. He doesn't, uh, oh, pardon. So this uh, leads to Tony Nees being suspended from 205 Live. And, uh, well... We'll see what happens if he comes back with that, but um, she asked uh, Buddy Murphy if he's uh, you know, upset that it how she how's he feel about it, and he said if he says anything, he don't wanna, you know, he doesn't want to get suspended, also. But um, you know, he didn't even comment on whether or not he was happy that Noam and got beat up by his friend, but um, you know, she asked him also, she before he left, you grabbed him and well, she asked him, uh, hey, would you? I mean, How'd you win on, at the Rumble on Sunday? And he went into the best possible promo in the moment. I really enjoyed it. He was, uh, you know, shared that they've been lined him up and he's been knocking them down because he has a claim that he is the best uh, cruiserweight of all time. So that's a, that was a cool promo segment from him. It, they saved the champion till basically the end of the show, you know what I mean, or the back portion of the show. So we got to, you know you know that was a good spot with the champion on the show and then we're getting into the main event between Akira Tozawa and Hideo Itami. Wow so what a main event. Aria Davari went at it with Hideo Itami and they had a real good match. They, well, excuse me Aria Davari. <laughs> That's because well we're gonna get into that That was why I was there. Hideo Itami went at it with Akira Tozawa and Aria davari was a everyone was utilizing the match, but Aria Davari was doing a lot of distracting. That was how Adair was able to get a lot of his offense in, and they, they went at it. It was, a, it was a very long match. You know, they they got all of their offense out. They were able to show, you know, a little bit of uh, innovation with, you know, certain spots. And, but the main, the main thing was Daivari continuing to, you know, get, involved each time he would get involved uh would get that much more offense on uh, already fairly fatigued tozawa it was uh you know tozawa was in control in the early part of the match but once you know davari interfered that was where things started to shift for itami either way match goes on and eventually brian kendrick uh gets uh sick of it and, uh, Daivari and himself, uh, go at it. After a while, like, uh, t- but they didn't really go at it, but Devari came out of nowhere and eventually attacked Brian Kendrick. So, this, uh, gave him the opening to grab, uh, Tozawa. And he's holding him. At the time he was going for a basement drop kick and missed because Tozawa was able to get out of the way. This hit Dvari. I don't know if, uh, that upset him or not but this is uh, this is what gave, well, he turned around and tried to attack uh, Tozawa and Tozawa was able to reverse out of it hit him with a high arc and German suplex and pick up the victory with this uh, the you know giant sentine he does it was a very 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 cool match you know it was uh, everyone had a part in the match and you know even though it uh didn't go the way that uh Hideo with Tommy planned, he still had a good showing in so many words. So the end of the match happens and Dvari goes in the ring to help his uh friend up well help yeah help his friend up, help the man he respects up. And when Tommy got to his feet, he uh uh Davari out of nowhere delivers a giant clothesline. This is, I believe, it's the clothesline that uh, you know, he had knocked the old dude out a long time ago with. But yeah, Devore turned on Itami, and it could be for a number of reasons. Regardless, I'm pretty sure we're gonna find out next week. Maybe it was a drop kick. Maybe it was just Devore trying or had what he had planned all along. But again, I know we're gonna find out next week on 205 Live. So. For a lot, This is Blick Shouts to Royal Club Wrestling Shouts to Tom Everything Pro Wrestling The Scumbags And everyone else That brings you the podcast Each and every Well the podcasts Each and every week So I will catch you guys next time Be sure to You know Share this Tell your friends about it And all the rest of it I will do it for you I will catch you guys uh, What? Next week For Monday Night Raw Let's get into it Let's do it I'll see y'all then